Hey, hi, this is TJ Pandora Tear here, coming to you from the ether realms, I guess is the best way to put it. How's everybody doing today? Well, this is going to be a crazy week. We've got the new moon yesterday, so that means for the next two days you could do two new moon rituals for the next two days should be golden, because usually most moon rituals you can do within a three-day cycle. I'm sitting here drinking my fabulous witch's brew coffee to the point, my iced coffee, till the point that my eyes are now vibrating. Mm. Gotta stay wired and gotta stay hydrated, right? So today I think we're going to talk about and vent about, you know, working in the occult industry, what people expect from you. I think that seems to be a thing. Uh, it's been something that a lot of people have been wanting to talk about and a lot of people have been wanting to vent about. Uh, just a tip of the uh, tip of the wand to basically a special thanks to the bitchy witchies, uh, Mountain Gypsy and Hesse Rosenbella, for um, basically kicking me in the butt to get me mo more motivated to start back on my podcast again to keep me going. So right now, put your brooms in an upright position and get ready for a landing because we're going to talk about things that we want to complain about. This is basically more of a bitches moans and groans you know, complaint box section of the day, this episode. So I'm just going to turn my fan off here so you can actually hear what I have to say. So there's been a lot of people that I talk to a lot in the occult industry, and I'm going to just kind of pare it down some of the things that I've noticed that is a common complaint with everybody that works in the occult industry. Now, for some people who are just tuning in, hi, hello, welcome. My name is TJ Pandora Tier, and I work in the occult industry, and I am going to call it that as a reader, a occult consultant. And what that means is that I'm the person you call and contact when all the woo-woo has gone horribly, horribly awry. Or if you have some sort of question regarding what candle is this, what do I do with it? That's basically what I do. I'm an occult consultant. That's my title, woo-woo. Hey, that's my calling. So I've been doing this off and on. My mother was a high priestess of not one, not two, but she was a high priestess for two circles and also one organization called the Center of Triptolemus, which was a Greco-Roman organization. So hey, now you know. Um, the thing is, is when you grow up in this, you start noticing that, yes, there are people that are dedicants of the craft. There are people that are dedicated to the craft. There are people that love the craft. Yes, I agree wholeheartedly. Yay, team, go us. And witches united, not divided. Witches helping witches. I am a fan of this. I am pro come together for a common good cause. Yay, team, go us. However, <clears throat> you knew I was going somewhere. However, there is, it's also an occult industry. What do I mean by occult industry? There are people that make a monetary profit from the occult. Now there is a thin, sharp, dividing line between people that are doing this for a living and they love what they do, they're helping people, they're selling their products, they're selling their wares, and they're doing all of this right, and they're doing their little readings and their Reiki for a substantial okay price, you know, average. And then you got these other fuckers over here, and I, I you know the ones I'm talking about, that charge 
and astronomical fees for people to do workings, to do astronomical fees, to do spells, hexes, cord cuttings, uh, some people hundreds, and I'm not talking like, you know, 50 bucks here, guys. I'm talking people that are charging $126 to talk for a half an hour to your dead cockapoo. Okay, I am talking about people that are charging $1,000 for a candle. I am talking about people that you may never ever see. I am talking about these people that, like, keep contacting you that you got a reading from them and they keep calling you saying oh you know that they're hexing you you need to come in for another reading or a cleansing because oh i feel that your energy you're being hexed that's another 75 dollars i am not a fan of that i i i have heard many times that you know <sighs> there's a lot of bad people out there me charging like 30 bucks for a reading for a half an hour you're getting off lucky. There are a lot of people that charge 125, 150, 175, and that's sometimes warranted. You know, because there's this whole thing called tax. But at the same time, there are people that are robbing people blind. I am a firm believer of sliding scale, and it's just not right. Some things that people are charging for are astronomically huge and not right. So enough about that. Let's talk about that is what the occult industry is, is what I mean by that. It is actually a process of making product or doing a service for a use. That is the occult industry. I am in the occult industry. I am a reader. I make product. That is my thing. I do the woo-woo. I consult in the woo-woo. That, that is my job. And there are some people, though, that take this to a different level. Then you got people that complain. I, I, I had somebody once a long time ago complain about my reading and saying, oh, my reading wasn't accurate and I didn't have, you know, oh my gosh. And they did it just in that accent too, but oh my gosh, you're like, she's not a real reader. Oh, she's not a real reader because like, oh my God, you know, I want my money back. And they gave them their money back and that's all, we gave them their money back and that's all and good. But at the same time, she's like, oh, she's not a real reader. And I say this every time, I may not give be giving you the reading that you want to hear, I will give you the reading you have to hear. There is a difference. And I had somebody recently ask me if I was psychic, and I was like, no, I'm not psychic. And they got all pissed off with me, like, oh, well, you're not a psychic. Everybody is psychic. I have said this so many times and so many times again. I am not a psychic because everybody is a stinking psychic. Everybody on this planet everything every living little doohickey on this planet is psychic some people are so closed-minded that they can only see through the keyhole some people are so way off the spectrum that they don't even have a door on their hinges okay so everybody's psychic but then there's other little complaints and other little nuances too we're gonna get into that in just a second stay tuned some other complaints that I've been getting from other friends of mine that have also been in the occult industry. Um, some people I know that work in certain stores, occult stores or metaphysical bookshops and stuff. And then you have this one guy and you know the guy I'm talking about who wants to tell them, the person who works at the store, you know, how powerful they are. Okay. If you were that powerful, you wouldn't come to a metaphysical bookstore and tell somebody for a half an hour how great Oz the great and powerful that you truly are. 
people that have power, they usually don't talk about it. That's the truth of it. People who got it don't talk about it, and the people who don't have it seem to pout and tout about it on a constant basis. So, you know, this is why I really don't talk about much. I just kind of sit here and stare at a wall going, well, that's pretty. But yeah, there's always going to be that one person that comes in to a store and talks and talks. Or I've seen it at the Renaissance Fair. When I worked at the Renaissance Fair, there's this one guy who never leaves people alone and wants to talk to them and talk to them and talk to them 45 minutes later. And then they don't buy anything. That's the other thing that ticks me off is they don't buy anything. So, I mean, there's that type. Then you got somebody who comes in with, as, as a high priest or priestess of their coven, circle, grove, pick an adjective and a noun. And then they bring their, their, their newbies, if you want to call them that, or their, their doormats, if you want to call them that too. And, you know, the people they're in charge of. And then they say, oh, don't get this, get that. Oh, buy this, don't buy that. And then it's like, oh, well, we can buy this at my shop. Why are we even here? Or at their shop or at their house or where they make that product. Why are they even here then? You know, they'll show people the, the shops that, you know, are selling product. And y'all shop owners know what I'm talking about. There's that one high priest or priestess that brings people in and they show them products going, oh, I can make that. I'll make that for you at home. I'll make that for you at the circle or I'll make that. Then why'd you bring them in? Why did you bring them in? Uh, that makes no sense. Then you got people that this is the one that always rubs me the wrong way then you got people that are these they make an appointment for a reading okay check this out hairstylists probably understand where i'm coming from or estheticians probably know where i'm coming about coming from they will make an appointment like days in advance and then they'll drop you and then they don't even call to say they're not coming in those are the ones i hate people that make appointments and then bail out and I mean, that happens in all types of service industry, but bear in mind, people sometimes are, are could be doing something else instead of saving time for your sorry butt. You know, some people, like myself, get backlogged. So, oh, I can't for this time period because I have an appointment. Then they don't show. So I could have been doing another reading for somebody else who wanted a reading, and then they bail the F out. And I actually just today called somebody who bailed out on an appointment, and then this is what I get. Oh, yeah, like, oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, I just can't do that right now. Well, were you going to call? No. I just figured, why? And I was like, would you have canceled if it was a hair appointment? Well, of course, that's important. Uh, let me explain something. Let me explain something quite clearly and quite here. Just because I'm not dying your ugly shag ass roots does not mean I'm not providing a service for you. That's the truth of it. And that's with that's for any Reiki master doing Reiki. That's for any you know, which practitioner doing spell work or an occult consultation for somebody or a paranormal investigator and you're asking them to like take time out of their schedule to consult with your sorry booty. So that's the truth with hair salon stylists, nail technicians, roofers, painters, all y'all. We're all in the same group. It's a service and you should have the courtesy to cancel and call and say, hey babe, I can't make it. Most of the time, people are nice and they will call and they will cancel. Then you got this one sucker that like ruins the moment of the day and says, yeah, it wasn't important to me, so I just didn't show up. Really? 
Really? Really? So, I mean, it's a rare thing, but I'm speaking on behalf of all of my readers out there. I'm speaking out there. I am, I'm going to be the advocate now for all you readers out there that have, you know, been stretched to your tether, so to speak, for all these other yahoos that think that what you're doing is not a service. It is a service. You are providing time and time is worth what, ladies and gentlemen? Money. You know, there's a famous model, I wish I can remember her name, that said, I don't get out of bed for anything less than $1,000. And that's pretty, you know, I would love to do that. That'd be fantastic. <laughs> Maybe that's why she's rich to this day. I don't know. But guys, come on. It's a service. And I mean, most of us listening here understand that. And we're all pro-service. And if I can't make it somewhere, I'm going to call somebody and say, hey, I can't make it, Okay. It's not dentistry, I get it. But hey, a dentist is providing a service for you too. Just realize that. I think the thing, yeah, hi, we're back. I think the thing that gets me most of the time, and I'm always open to, if y'all want to call in sometime or you want me and talk and bitch and govetch with me, I am totally down. I think another thing that really gets me is people that think they know it all. And people who think they know it all, they don't. You know, people that mostly say, oh, I know this, 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 that, 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 that. That seems to be a big ish because honestly, everybody is learning. Life is in the process of learning things, right? I don't know everything. I, I don't even know where I parked my car. I don't even remember what I had for lunch. So, you know, I don't know everything. I have a book of shadows that I go through. I am constantly learning. All of us are constantly learning. Your high priest or high priestess doesn't know everything. They are not the end all be all of the knowledge, okay? So when we get some people that think they know everything and then you decided to descend upon other people that may not, maybe just learning or new to this, they descend upon them and say, oh, I know everything, come worship me. I am the king or queen on dipshit mountain and there we are. And there's a lot of that going on right now. Especially, and I mean, that's been going on for the last 30, 40 years that I've observed. But the truth of the matter is, is we're all on our own journey, right? And gatekeeping is a thing. And, you know, I hear the word gatekeeping so much, it's been overdone to death. Gaslighting has been overdone to death. Gatekeeping has been overdone to death. These are words that are quite annoying because people are using them for everything. Just because I put my coffee in someone else's mug does not mean I'm gatekeeping them from drinking their stinking coffee. You know, that means I'll just get another mug. So we're not all gatekeepers. We're all not gaslighters. We're all not conspirators. Some people are just paranoid beyond belief. I deal with a lot of people that are very, very paranoid. And sometimes, yeah, maybe there is a dragon in the doorway. And maybe, yeah, sometimes there is a monster under the bed. And maybe there's a skeleton in the closet. But not every stinking day. Okay? That is just the thing. It's not every stinking day. Not all of us have the woo-woo every day. And it's very rare. It's very uncommon and it's very rare for one particular person to have all the woo-woo happen to them at all of the time. You cannot be one person with house possession, children possession, you possession, ghost haunting, paranormal activity, alien abductions, the spooky woo-woos in Indian burial grounds in your basement, uh, 
your great aunt Clotilda isn't haunting you in the mirror. You don't have some weird random monster coming in to grab you on the ankles going nom nom nom. And you know, oh, there's something talking in the walls. No, that's just the mice because you need to tent your house. You cannot have all of the things. One of my doctors once told me, you cannot have all the illnesses at the same time. That's not how this works. It's very rare. Very, very rare. The same is true with paranormal activity. It's the same with possession. It's the same with hauntings. It's the same with all of that. You can't have it all at the same time. So those that seem to have it all going on at the same time, it's probably a very loosely veiled cry for help. That's my opinion. There have been one in a million chances, okay, I'll even be fair, one in a hundred thousand chances that it's one person has all the weird things happening at once. But the shot of that is so rare, so off. No, just all the no. Is it possible? Oh yeah, of course it's possible. Just like somebody can have all the things wrong with them. Yeah, it's possible. But the chances of that are like, um, whoa, not, just saying. You know, most of the time I've observed after many years doing this, I have observed that sometimes certain people that think that they're having a haunting, maybe in an old house, maybe some of the energy that's going around and maybe things being flung around the house may not be a ghost or a possession or a haunting. It may be an over influx of energetic activity from certain family members in the house. Certain ghosts aren't really ghosts, they're just what we call resonance, which is actually a recording, some sort of like cosmic recording of a scene happening over and over again, but was so powerful, it etched a memory there, like an eight track tape. It's always on constant repeat. It's kind of like um, back in Greece when they were making these certain types of bowls and urns and vases, they had etched into the thing, it's almost like a recording. You can actually hear, I don't know if you've ever heard about this, but in the clay, they've actually etched certain things that if you record it, it's like a record. You can actually hear things that had happened or some sort of sounds of things. It's very entertaining. That's what it's like. It's like a record. So some things that people think are ghosts are actually just a recording on an esoteric level. So I don't know. I'm just talking out of my butt right now. But that's just some of the things. It cannot be all the time weird. If it's weird all the time for somebody, either A, they need help, B, therapy, or C, they probably might need more of help than we know. Or there's a lot going on. There's a lot. And it has to be Again, it has to be recorded, it has to be documented, it has to be, you don't just pick up your tool bag and say, we're going to go on a case, bye. No, it has to be recorded, it has to be documented, you have to take notes, you have to record all these things and make notes of all this stuff. Because sometimes, surprise, surprise, some of the things that people think it is, next week, it's totally changed. I've had it where somebody comes in one week and they say to me, oh yeah, we have a haunting. I say, okay, well, document it all down. Two months later, hey, what happened with your haunting? Oh, we're fine. Thanks. So it was really just the emotions and the, you know, energy that was going on at the time. They cleanse the house nine times out of ten. It's usually fine. But, you know, every so often you get that one. Always the one. There's always going to be that one. But it's like one in a hundred thousand.
so now we come to the part of the show. Now that we've had our bitches, moans, and groans, we just take a breath. And just let it go. Because something truly amazing is going to happen for you today. Something truly amazing is going to happen to me today. I'm okay for the good, truly, absolutely amazing thing to happen for me. I'm totally ready for that. It's the new moon. Something new has been completed. Let's, like, close that door and open that window and move on. So, let me know what kind of things you would like to talk about. And let me know, you know, how you feel about this podcast. And, you know, I'm always here. If you have questions, please feel free to contact me. That's what I'm here for. You know, and we can talk on the podcast sometime. And if you're somebody that's into the occulty walty, please, by all means, I have no problem having you come on my show. <laughs> so basically, happy new moon. Everything's going to be grand. We're about ready to go into the shadow of Mercury. Retrograde. Run, run, run. And it's the month of September, so... I think that's enough for the day. Have we had a little bit of complaining? We all feel a little bit better. World's gonna be better. So yeah. If you ever have any questions or if you'd like a reading or anything like that, definitely come hit me up on www.antpanpan.com. I am a gog and whimsy and I am filled with sharp wit and barbed humor. So, or you can find me on Instagram at AntiePanPan. You can also find me at the Dragon and the Rose Tuesdays through Saturdays. And you can always schedule with them for an appointment. So again, thanks Dragon and the Rose for letting me record here. And thank you all for listening. And I wish you all a fabulous week. Enjoy the rest of your week. I, I dealt the world card today. It's supposed to be the completion of some things and trying to open the door to beautiful new things coming out there. Also, be sure to check me out on my TikTok at Auntie Pan Pan. I'm starting a whole new section regarding uh, witchcraft questions. So anyway, I love you guys. Zen hugs and have a fabulous rest of your week. Give me beans. Bye.